Hey Fadies, thanks for joining us for the Fade of Ison. I'm DM Brad and this is Chapter 5, Episode 7. This episode was live streamed on our brand new Twitch channel, which we'll be using from time to time. So if you're interested in seeing our faces as we play, make sure you head on over to twitch.tv slash fateofison. We had a lot of fun interacting with fans while playing, and it added a whole new element for us to enjoy. One issue we ran into, however, is that when we hit the start streaming button, we somehow also hit the stop recording button. Whoops. Uh, Sorry about that. As a result, we have lost about 30 minutes worth of very funny and very wacky audio, uh, which I will have to summarize for you as best I can. Extra sorry for two of our Patreon supporters, Gavin and Victoria Porter, um, as the lost audio was the Squadith's meeting with Porter the Frog, uh, the NPC named after the two of you. So first, I'll recap what happened last time, and then we'll jump right on into the lost bit. Last time, Banfor spent a few days further solidifying his position as leader of the Dice Cult and king of Stonewall's Vice District, Arcus learned more about mortal life, and Marley got reacquainted with Hodge and purchased the Necropodicon Inn, establishing what she hopes to be the first of many craft taverns. The Squadith was summoned to a clandestine meeting with Queen Shan, and on their way were interrupted by a giant green and black talking frog named Porter. So here's the bit that was missing. Um, Porter, the giant talking frog, introduced himself as like totally a demon from like one of the community realms or whatever. Uh, He had a few good laughs with the Squadith, uh, shared some tongue high fives, and even let Banfor get a mild high from licking his back. Uh, Porter said, I was like sent here to deliver a message from Leoman, the god of community. Leoman's god heart was returned a few days ago by a frost giant named Makariri. He's like totally chill, dude. He said it seemed that Leoman was very pleased with the Squadith for freeing the community of gnomes who had been imprisoned by fire giants. Uh, for Marley's efforts rallying the people to Queen Shan following the Empress's execution, and even for Banfor's strange but effective uh, unification of the Vice District. Porter also told Arcus, Leoman thinks it totally sucks that you, like, had to leave your home or whatever, and if you, like, ever want to go back, they'll do, like, whatever they can to help, dude. Um, Porter then bid the Squadith farewell, gotta bounce! before pushing a wooden crate out of his mouth and fading away. Uh, The crate contained a cache of beautiful shiny red apples and a note from Leoman explaining the apples' magical qualities. The Squadith left the Vice District and headed to the nondescript wooden structure in the Worship District that conceals the entrance to the secret tunnels beneath the Royal Keep. To um, like a basically like a shack that is completely empty except for on the back wall there is another door. So it's like the it's the you just went through the pre door door. <laughs> now he's gonna string out a scene. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have another conversation no. over in this hallway. <laughs> so yeah, the door. This is just a this is about realism in the world. There wouldn't be a secret tunnel underneath the keep, no. the royal keep. <laughs> Just with a door straight out to the street. It's got to have something else. Yeah, but they might just not, you know, they might put something other than just a second door. 
Well, there could be guards posted in here, etc. But there aren't oh, no. in this instance. I'm not coming at you. I'm just saying it's fun. <laughs> hey, fuck you all. <laughs> it's fuck, a fun. Fight, fight, you know, fight, fight, I don't know what to do. Uh, therefore, yep. opens the second door. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Okay, uh, yeah, you open the second door, and there is another room with it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the door at the back wall. There are 47 of these. No. Um, uh, the... <laughs> the worst puzzle ever. The answer is just keep opening doors. <laughs> We're about to inception this bitch. <laughs> Which isn't uh, even possible because it wasn't like that when we came up it. <laughs> uh, yeah, behind the second door that Band 4 opens is a stone stairwell going down into a large, spacious, uh, greystone paved corridor. Banfield goes down it. Um, yeah. I have still got lighty rocks um, about my person somewhere. So yeah, um, the, the, the place is dimly lit by a few sconces on the walls with torches, but very few. Oh, could I could I cast light on myself again? Yeah, that'd be that's dope. I like it when you do that. <laughs> I like it when I do that too. Arcus, what what does it look like when you cast a spell? Does it just summon from the ether, or is there a, like a ritual or a thing you do um, as a as a cleric of Tratora, the god of elements? Um, yeah, I do a little rain dance. What well, every yeah. time? Every time you cast a spell? Absolutely, I'll just be like, <laughs> <laughs> that's just for the twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I do a little jig um, and and wave my arms about and uh, t- uh, this one is touch range so I assume I just place my hands like over my shoulder and then I start to glow nice so yeah you glow really bright uh, easily bright enough to um, light a, a big radius around you excellent and you hear a scuffling of feet and armor and weapons and things and then running from uh, around a corner that's up ahead is two very disheveled looking humans one in um a uh, just like a really tattered arkvale soldier uniform and one with like really scratched up plate armor and the the one in armor yells arkvale will rise again give us your gold and we'll let you leave here with your legs. Um, Banfor hits him in the face with an axe. Mm. They're about 40 feet, approves. <laughs> 40 feet away from you, so roll initiative to do that, I guess. Fucking <laughs> talk to me like that. And the other one the one says, no, oh, let's take the legs anyway and let him crawl out of here. Um, but yeah, initiative. <laughs> What's um, it's 11. Five. Okay. And a 17 for me, please. Okay, so the one in armor is first. Uh, Marley, Bamf, and Arcus. I, I took the liberty of pre-rolling their two initiatives in case you fought them. <laughs> which, of course, you fucking did. Um, and yeah, the one in armor got a 19. So, it, uh, the one in armor is dragging a big greatsword along the cobblestones behind him. And he charges to meet Banfor and slashes at him with his great longsword. Great sword, not great longsword. Long great sword? <laughs> long great, great sword. Long sword. <laughs> it's a great and that's a nat 20. And that's a nat 20. That's a nat 20 for our first ever live stream combat roll. Fantastic. Uh, so he attacks twice. A nat 20 and a 21. Well, both of those hit. Nice. 
So I'm rolling a shitload of d6s right now. Mm-hmm. I didn't enter a rage because there's like two guards. The first slash does 15 slashing damage across the front of you. And you haven't summoned your shield either, so your AC's low. I would assume, oh, yeah. And the second slash back the other way only does five. So 20 total? Dang. Molly wants to just draw a crossbow and fire. At whom do you fire? At the same one that Bamfor attacked because he was rude enough to ask for our money. How okay, it, it's the, the knight, the one in armor. Yeah. So probably going to be less for piercing damage, probably, but screw it, I'm going to do it anyway. All right, so one of them is a 19, and the other one is only a 13. That is two misses. Damn, yeah. Okay. More than an 11 on the dice. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so one of the... Um, one of your bolts just fires straight past him and the other one clings off his chest piece. Cool. And doesn't seem to harm him whatsoever. And now Banff. Banff, lamp, lamp. One is right in front of you and just had bolts shot at him. Uh, Banff is going to enter a belated rage. Um, what does that look like for the Twitch? He's <laughs> um, just a bit miffed. It's like a, it's a furring. Like he's got it down to, you know how when like eventually the Hulk's really good at becoming the Hulk? Yep. You know? Like that, it's like a slightly miffed moment, and then we're straight in. Yeah. Okie dokie. Um, rage, boom, uh, and then two attacks into Mister Nighty Nighty Pants. Um, and as a bonus action, may I please whisperingly summon my shield? Uh, your bonus action was to go into a rage. How dare! Uh, I'm going to use a luck point on one of those. Hasn't really helped. Um, do, 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 do. Um, one is a 24 and the other is a 13. Uh, the 24 hits. Okay, okay, so um, 1d12 plus 3. Nice. Well, but in a rage, so plus 2 plus 2. So, was it total of plus 5 per? Uh, yes, because you got necrotic mm. in there as well. Mm. My apologies, shouldn't even be eating. You're um, full of nuts, bro. <laughs> 12 damage, um, just there, thank you. Okay, sweet. That's easy to math, minus 12. Cool, uh, and then the other one, um, who draws a... I've got to keep changing screens, because I want to watch the Twitch. <laughs> I want to look at the chat, but at the same time, I've got, like, nine spreadsheets. So, um, including the chaos curse this time. The other one will growl um, something, something, something... Uh, Gav, who is the name of the knight, and I can't think of um, good good dialogue for this person. <laughs> but they will run something toward... something Gav. Got it. Don't yeah, don't you shoot a crossbow at my Gav or whatever. Um, and she will charge at Marley with a scimitar drawn. Okay. Um, what is that? Is we're talking plus five, so that's a fifteen, seventeen. And 22. Yeah, they all hit. I got IAC of 15. Okay, so that's two scimitar, one dagger. Slashes at you. Talking six slashing, six slashing, so 12. And another six. 18 slashing damage from three attacks. Two quick scimitar strikes and then a dagger. Cool. 
and she is right up in your grill with her mangy, haven't brushed my teeth in, in over a week face, breathing on you. She's asking for some trouble. Nobody shoots a bow at my gaff and gets away with it. You want it all the together. <laughs> something, uh, something gaff. <laughs> Something, something, Gav, and now Arcus. Um, I, I'd like to cast uh, Sacred Flame on the one that's attacking Marley. Okay, so you do a rain dance. Do 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 do. Um, what do they have? Is that a spell attack, or do they have to do something? It is a spell attack. Okay. So I thirteen. Okay, that's a miss. So this, this light, this, describe your, um, your, your spell. Well, you know how it is, like, rain dances don't always work. (laughs) (laughs) The summonings. Uh, what do you want me to describe? The flame appearing or not appearing? Yeah, yeah, the the way that it happens and the, like, what, what happens in order for it to have missed. Um, so I, I, I sort of do the rain dance and I form it together in a sort of like, you know, um, Dragon Ball, <laughs> how they come yep. Yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> like, I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> or like fire bending, I guess, but I want to like draw it together like a ball and then shoot it out. And then I guess <laughs> it just goes directly by them. If I'm you just, honest. you just Hadouken it past them. Past. <laughs> Nice. I love that so much. That's going to happen from now on, by the way. Um, cool. And now we are back round to Gav the Knight in Banfor's face. He's going to swing his greatsword two more times. For a 14 and a 13. So those two both miss you easily, Banff. So yeah, he just takes two massive swings and he's a bit out of breath and just misses you as you duck and weave around him. And now it is Marley. Cool. Molly starts singing. She says, it's just a charm to the left. A wisdom save to the right. <laughs> Roll your dice real good, DM. Cross my fingers tight. Or For a crown him? of iron appears on their head. It's crown of madness time again. Yep, that's what she sings. And you need to roll a wisdom save. Okay, on which one? Gav on or? the one on her face. Oh, Tor. Not Gav. Tor. Tor. These, these are named after our, our latest Patreon supporters, um, Gavin and Victoria Porter. Who, oh, yeah, of course they are. Who also gave us the character of Porter the Frog. So, there we go. <laughs> our friend, Porter. <laughs> our friend. Um, the totally righteous toad. That's a 19 wisdom save she rolls. God damn it. Suck it. <laughs> yes. Stop rolling good. I hate you. I know. And then she also bardic inspirations Banful. Just in case. Okay. Shoots him some inspo. Inspos. And now it's Banful's turn. Uh, Banful's going to deal with the problem that's in his face. Um, so he's going to take three uh, wackos right back out. Um, thing. Wow. That is the worst um, anyone's ever rolled. Are there chaos curses in there? No, there aren't. But I'm thinking about down the road a bit. Um, no, so I'm not going to use any luck points on that. So that was um, what, a three, a five, and a six. Um, so at best, plus six to 12. 
Yeah, so those are three misses. So you swing your axe sword around like a kayak um, paddle. <laughs> Just like Darth Maul flipping and flipping and whipping. And, uh, <laughs> flipping and whipping. <laughs> and he dodges. <laughs> he gets to slipping and tripping and dodges out the way of all of three of your mighty attacks. At least they're mighty. You skull fucked a dragon, bro. And now I this. <laughs> I know. A knight. Uh, and now it is Tor, um, who is in Marley's face still, and who just had to dodge a Hadouken from Marcus. Um, she's going to slash at Marley twice with the scimitar, which is a 22 and a 14, and that's five slashing, and she's going to turn and throw her dagger at Arcus for a nat 20. Ooh. Well. <laughs> I'm on fire. This is awesome. I'm rolling onto this a book. <laughs> rolling onto a book, and books like me. Um, that is seven, seven piercing damage from throwing a dagger into your corporeal form. Okay. Semi, semi corporeal. Yeah. <laughs> now she has undaggered herself. She no longer has a dagger. Um, and now it's Arcus' turn. Um, I. How's everyone's health looking? Um, I'm down twenty. Okay. okay. Then I'll just try and do the... I'm going to try and Sacred Flame again. Yeah, go for it. Do it. Oh, and I got a a nat 19, so that's 21 unnatural. That's a hit? Yes. Cool. Um, And that's 11 damage. Nice. So, yeah, Hadouken this... um, Is it white? Is it like... um, Oh, like a blue flame? Like a blue flame? Awesome. That's matches cool. my aesthetic <laughs> that's dope blue flame cannon um and like lightning because i assume yeah and so she's Grease off balance. <laughs> so she's off balance from having thrown this dagger at you and so the dagger soars over your hadouken hits you a second before your hadouken hits her <laughs> she just gets like this blue flame explode on the front of her and she is clearly hurt I kind of give her a look like like game recognized game because we both hit, you know. <laughs> you just ignore that I missed the first one, but the second time we both hit, so like game recognized game. Cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> we, we we can't go outside. Stay inside. <laughs> Never cash me again. How about that? <laughs> I love that you get my lame references. <laughs> I exist on the internet. <laughs> Uh, and uh, yeah, Gav is up next, and he's just having his um, back and forth with Banfor still. Two sword boys. Two swordy boys. That's a twenty-one and a twenty. You are unshielded. They both hit. No, I said, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, oh yeah. Um, that is ten slashing and oh, you're lucky. Only five, so fifteen total. Jokes on you, it's actually seven. Oh, yeah, ragey boy. Yeah, um, he's an angry boy. <laughs> Go punch a drywall, Kyle. He's, <laughs> Gav's got this really aggressive style. You can tell that he's been hiding underground for a while, and he's he's just... How um, can you tell that about a person? <laughs> well, first of all, their state, their disheveled state. But yeah. also, he's he's kind of feral. He's just doing these mad slashes. No, There's no, like, training in his movements. There's no... Uh, like, how did you become a knight sort of thing? 
It's it's uh, how we're gonna be in a couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it's me re-entering countdown day two of <laughs> Two meters apart. So you anyway. do not need your great sword any longer. <laughs> what Especially do you mean I now need to be enemies, <laughs> uh, and now Molly. Um, Molly's gonna try it again. Screw it. To crown of madness. Yeah. Okay. So she will roll. You sing a sing song. Oh, this time it's better. That is a five. Yeah. Nice. So Tor now has to attack Gav. Okay. So this what, iron crown appears above her head. Yeah. So like an iron oh. crown appears on and like her eyes go kind of like green slightly and then she just sort of turns and like starts moving towards Gav with like is she on her on, know that it's happening but she wouldn't be able to stop herself yeah. from doing it on on her turn or now yeah. as a reaction to your turn no no like as each of its turn to make a melee attack against a creature that I chose I just go like huh I can't attack him you do it then Fan <laughs> four has uh, just gonna go straight back at it. Uh, we're going, we're going, and doing it old school. So if we're gonna, you know, let's just take each other to pieces. I'm into it. Um, let's have a look. So we've got a nineteen, a seventeen, and a fourteen. That fourteen, obviously. Uh, no, I'm not going to change any. So 19, 17, 14. Um, before I say, before um, I say anything, you do have inspiration from Marley. I know. I was just going to say, I'm going to use my inspiration on that. We know a 19 doesn't work. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so I'm going to use inspiration on the 19, and I'm going to luck point the um, 17. So luck point reroll, cool, is uh, now a 20, unnatural. Um, and then the other one we're going to add a d6 to, so it's going to go from 19 to 21. Okay, so a 20 and a 21 both hit. Hey, added Dungeons and Dragons. Cool. Um, so this is going to be 2d12 plus 10 total, um, so that's 3, that's uh, 4, so 17 damage. Nice, okay. Um, cool, 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 cool. Yep. Two. You swing your uh, axe sword three times, and two of them make good contact and uh, slash him up a little bit. A little bit. And so you guys are sort of having this back and forward fight. Like you push forward five feet with your attack, he pushes back five feet with his attack. Um, so yeah, he gets pushed back and he just growls at you as you attack. Uh, and then his partner in crime, Tor turns away from Marley. Does that provoke an attack of opportunity from you, Marley? Do you know in the mechanics of the spell? I have to maintain, I have to use my actions to con- maintain control on the object, but I guess technically, but I don't think I would. I would be more focused on them causing damage. Okay, yeah. So yeah. she, yeah, so she, her eyes her eyes light up green and she turns away from you and she walk, just like, not walks, I guess, rushes over to Banfor and Gav and she says, I'm so sorry, Gav. I can't help it. And she just swings her scimitar at him twice. Yep. That's dark. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them hits. Molly's just oh, like... Oh, if he dies, like... I can use his dead body to kill her. That's only three slashing. Um, but it was three slashing, so she slashes him and he's like, Tor, what the fuck are you doing? And I, I 
like I can maintain concentration using my action to renew it every time. But yeah. yeah. Now that she's had her turn, does she have another wisdom save to she overcome it? Wi- that's what I was just about to say. Wisdom save. Okay, that's a fifteen. Nope. Ha <laughs> ha! She is still your toy. Um, and Arcus. Um, I- I'm I'm feeling pretty happy about uh, Sacred Flame. I've hit one. Let's try again. <laughs> Um, I guess I'll, I'll aim for Gav this time. Uh, oh, no, I got nine. That didn't. Yeah, no, that, that didn't. It just <laughs> shoots past Gav and Tor and just like hits a brick wall behind them. It's okay, because internally Arcus is, is beginning to wonder if we're really the good guys in this situation. <laughs> With and... Molly going like... <laughs> because <laughs> these guys just seem in love and, and like they're a little bit like socially deprived and maybe they really just needed a hug or a talk you know it is your within your power as a player to do that like you can take <laughs> the reins and like, make that happen <laughs> we've already started fighting you know like it's <laughs> a problem with it we can't stop well, you um, can, actually. Or we, we if could. they don't I'm not going to <laughs> yeah yeah, can, I, uh, can I have a bonus action just to be like, should we be doing this? Do you want a vibe check? <laughs> you, yeah, you can ask, should we be doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Molly, are we the good guys here? Or? This is Arkvale! Die, scum! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back around to Gav, who is so confused. <laughs> Why is everyone chatting? Um, and he is now being accosted by his partner and by this big man with the crazy axe sword weapon and he doesn't quite know what to do um, so he's going to um, I guess he's just going to try and attack his initial foe because he doesn't want to harm Tor but yes he's definitely distracted to say the least do we Which get is advantage wh- now because we're flanking <laughs> with Tor uh, I don't know, mechanically speaking. What does the chat have to say about it? Um, his best is a 19. To hit Banfor, not Tor. Oh, no, then, because... Oh, I didn't get my fucking shield out. Ah, so that's a hit. Huzzah! God damn it. Oh, when my God. It's, it's a whole action. I keep expecting to just fucking knock his head off. That's 13 slashing on you. Or is it, Brad? It's actually six, you <laughs> fool. Oh god, I've dropped dice everywhere from my pants area. And now it's Marley. Okay, so she maintains as her action the control on Tor, and so Tor will attack again on her turn. And then as a bonus action, we'll just flick Arcus an inspiration. Something. Ah, cool. Very yes. cool. Um, and by the way, we've had two yeses for flanking. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can see. I'm just confused when it's the result of a spell rather than, like, an actual foe. But yeah, okay. We will flank from henceforth. It's a temporary ally. <laughs> yep. Does that mean... Oh, Tor, Tor gets um, advantage as well, then, <laughs> to hit him. Because <laughs> she is flanking him. She, she and Banfor are flanking him. Yep. Okay, and it's Banfor's turn with advantage because you are flanking. Oh, so I get to attack twice. Or you get to attack three times, but you get to roll twice. Oh, for each one. Okay, cool. I have color-coded die for just this occasion. Cool, okay. Cool. That's why you get heaps, folks. Um, boop. Boop. 
So out of the golds, we have a 25, uh, 24 from the purples. Um, so that 19, I'm not going to re-roll. And I don't have inspiration anymore, so... Does that hit? So what are your three best? Um, God, I've got to do the same math again. Uh, 19, uh, 24, and 25. Okay, yeah, two hits. Okay, cool. Um, so that's 2d12 plus 10. Uh, 8 and 8, so 16, 26. 26 total? Yeah. Okay, um, describe the way you kill Gav the knight. Um, I shunt him off balance with the end of my axe, um, and then when he's off balance, just give him a big old chippy choppo in the neck. As he drops to the ground, uh, I whisper something in his ear, and he stands back up to attack his wife. Yes, Blood Hunter! <laughs> now we um, have a puppet fight! So this is as a reaction, he gets to do the attack straight away. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, the uh, so here's, here's your wording. Um, oh, this is screwed up, by the way. <laughs> I can recognize that, but Molly's angry. What's uh, <laughs> the readout for it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink some more beer. Beer will uh, make it better. <laughs> so essentially, um, it says no action, and when you kill a monster or person, uh, you can force them to attack once. Okay, so, so just a single attack. Yeah, and it says no action next to it on D&D Beyond, so it yep. feels like that that's not included within my bones. It's probably more like a reaction thing. Mm. Yep. So, so oh. she attacked him, and now he dies and attacks her. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just seen him get murdered and then try and kill him. Kill she's her. Like, yeah, she's still holding her weapon, like, at him. <laughs> and she's like, she's like crying, Kev! Kev! And in the background, you can quite clearly hear Bamful going, Puppet, fight! Puppet, fight! <laughs> There is no agency in this. I know. Um, that is a 15, which is not enough to hit Tor. Dang. So, oh, no, it's not enough to hit Tor. She, yeah, he, he, his body stands up and swings the greatsword, and she dodges out the way, and then his body just falls back to the ground. Does he get one or two attacks, though? Well, he normally gets two, but you said it's one action. But, if, okay, he does it so twice it's, then. It's like, it's to yeah. attack it, to attack he a get, bow, yeah. I guess. He gets, he gets one multi-attack then. Um... The second one, oh, is, oh god, worse. the second one's 17, which is enough to hit. And and someone just reminded you that um, you're supposed to do it with advantage because currently she's flying. <laughs> she's, I, I don't think she is. Oh yeah. He, he was in the middle, she's not. No, he was in the yeah, middle. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But is <laughs> it was, for the we were pushing that, we were pushing that. Thank, you're wrong, thanks. sucker. <laughs> thanks in human ground. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam. <laughs> Um, you yeah. are the bad guys. So he hits. Uh, <laughs> oh god, he does um, twelve slashing damage to her. <laughs> um, trying to do some maths backwards. Okay, yeah, he slashes his sword across her very hard. She sprays blood over him and the corridor, and she just goes, "Give!" And now it is her turn. And she is still under my... Yeah, so, she's so got no one. What, what's tricky, she going to do? Because if, I, if there's nobody selected, like, because I have to choose somebody for it to fight, like, the target to fight. <laughs> so if there's nobody selected, they get to act as normal on their turn, as they would normally do. Okay, so there's no targets except for yeah, you guys? I like, I haven't, yeah, I haven't yeah. reselected, like, Bamfor as the next target or something, because that would be not... Yeah smart 
Okay, well, Banfor is the next target because she snaps back to her senses for a sure, second. But it's and then, not my fault. Yeah. She's <laughs> not taking a moment to grieve. She's just like instantly on the attack again. Oh, it's, it's you know, you're still in danger. She's either going to run away or fight. She's fight or flight. She can't just go, hang on, guys, give me five minutes. I don't know. I've seen many people do the third option, which is complete paralysis. <laughs> Every time I've seen someone killed. She, um, she, every word, every single murder I witness, yeah, every single time, <laughs> she's seen a couple. Um, she lunges at Banfor wildly, screaming, "Forgive!" Uh, but she swings with a fourteen and a fifteen and misses you with her scimitar. <laughs> I kind of feel sorry for her now. And now it's, it's Arcus. Oh no! This is just sad. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Uh, I guess at the moment I just feel like she needs to uh, be taken out of her misery. <laughs> oh god. Um, uh, no, I'm just going to cure myself. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm staying nu- neutral. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not sure if this is the right thing anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to heal myself. I cast cure wounds on myself. And it is... Uh, I heal of my points okay and now we would be back round to Gav but he's a corpse Marley and so I I drop that obviously and I just um, pull back out my crossbow and try and fire at her even though it's quite close so I have to like move a bit away I imagine this grieving widow Yep. Don't call her a widow. <laughs> Get that title. She tried to murder us for our shoes. She tried to attack she's us for she's our still gold. a widow, regardless. <laughs> I mean, technically, yes, but you know. Um, cool. Only one of them hits because I rolled a nineteen and a four, and I've got plus eight. So. Okay, that's one hit with your crossbow. Yeah, and that is, of course, it is a one on the dice plus three, so that's a four, please. Well done. You shoot. Lower. <laughs> you, you shoot her, and it hits her, and she gives no response. Yeah, fair enough. It just briefly embeds in her, and then the bolt disappears and returns to your crossbow as per the norm. And Banfor. So Banfor. No, let's let's just yeah, let's end it. Let's do it. We're gonna go just three three big big three big wampin attacks with the axe sword. Oh, good God. This lady, the gods want her to die. Um, so that's a 25, uh, a 22, and a fairly paltry 12. Okay, that's two hits. Cool. So that's 2d12 plus 2. Uh, 6. Uh, so that's 11, 21 total damage. 21 total. Yeah, you slash her to pieces, but she, she drops to her knees and breathes very heavily and rasps out why did you kill my gav but she's still alive and it's her turn and she is going to try and get to her feet and swing her scimitar at you like a person who's lost a lot of blood (laughs) (laughs) so with this advantage that is a 15 and a 23 Um, so the 23 obviously passes uh, seven slashing damage that you, you that you will have. You fool! It's three. You fool! You don't need to correct me every time. <laughs> you fool! <laughs> yeah. 
so she is very very obviously not doing well at all and it is Arcus <laughs> I cast oh god okay yep let's just let's see if I can hit with sacred flame again and <laughs> I'm gonna add the oh wait no wait I can't do that okay wait that is 16 um, so she is preoccupied by Banfor, so she doesn't see it, which means her AC is only 15. That's a hit. Cool. <laughs> Shooting her in uh, the back. Yeah. And I... <laughs> 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 yeah, way to make, make uh, Arcus feel better. Oh, hang on, let me rephrase. Shooting a grieving widow in the back with blue fire. So uh, much better. Um, that's 10. Yeah, so just this blue flame just explodes across her back and she sort of arches in pain. And you know, if, if the gods didn't want her to die, then that's a radiant. Yeah. And she is standing very shakily. This oh woman it, this woman is a breath away from falling down. I didn't kill her. <laughs> and it's Marley's turn. Okay. Marley tries to shoot her again. Okay, she can't see the attack coming, so her AC is only 15. Uh, okay, and that means I got a... What's 7 plus 8? Is that 15? Yes. Nice. It cool. is. And then and then I got a 19 on my other dice, so I hit with both arrows. Okay. And I got 6 on the dice plus 6, so 12 damage, please. Tell me how you killed Tor. <laughs> so I... Because I've backed away a bit and she's sort of sagging and stuff now because she's sort of like, you know, lots of blood coming out. Her, her shoulders have sort of drooped and when I hit her with double arrows straight in the shoulders, it sort of pins her onto the ground and she falls on top of her dead significant <laughs> other. And they're like all cutely kind of like their arms around each other and that's how they fall, you know? It's like this little gorgeous little... Yeah. That's that's grotesque. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happens. Reunited in gore. Shakespearean yeah. at least. Don't reunite in gore. Go to and a then the arrows town. come out and come back into Marley's crossbow and she's like, ah, never know I was here. <laughs> oh, the corpses. And you telling everyone your name. I didn't do it today. You didn't let me. Bamfor <laughs> um, is leaned up against the wall of the... Um, of the tunnel, uh, just sort of like wiping his brows, like, Tehor, what have they been feeding them? My God. You feeling alright, uh, Bamfor? Yeah, then kicks the, the male half, Gav in the head, and just goes, what have they been feeding you, mate? My God. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm fairly dinged up um, from appearance. He's got any, got any apples and just starts eating his own as well. Uh, how much were they each? Uh, 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2. Uh, four. Uh, so five total. So uh, seven, and then I uh, eight two. So um, eight, uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen total wounds from my uh, brought back. Okay, bring it back. Bring it, bring it back. Now that you are no longer being accosted by these two um, ex Arkvale soldiers. 
you get a chance to take in the the dimly lit surroundings and you see that they've clearly been like squatting here and like hiding out there are just like there's food waste and there's like the there's kind of a faint smell of urine in the tunnel and there's upturned boxes that they've been sitting on and things like that um yeah it's pretty clear that when the chaos broke out which was at this point like a week and a half ago they probably came straight here and have been waiting for like an opportunity to get out of the city or or do something that isn't get killed (laughs) and you hunted them down like rats (laughs) we didn't mean to Anyway, Marley steps over them and keeps walking down the hallway and <laughs> trying to sort of find that door that they came out of originally. As they're walking, Banfor sort of nudges Arcus and goes, are you going to eat those apples? No, but I'll, I'll hold on to them. I want <laughs> I want to try and create some new life after we've uh, gotten rid of some in the world. What if I just eat the meat and you can have the seeds? <laughs> the meat. Apple meat. I don't... I don't think apples have meat. Like, Arcus is slowly realising that flesh? he's only spent... You call it like the flesh of a peach, don't you? <laughs> he's learning peach flesh? Stanford. <laughs> Marley is munching on an apple, just so you know. Okay, so who has the Keeper's Medallion on them that was given to you by uh, Good Christine, the messenger? Me. You have it on you? Yeah, because I've still like, got the letter on me. Yeah, are you holding it, carrying it, wearing it? It'd probably be in a pocket. It's a big uh, iron medallion with a dwarven symbol on it. Yeah. Just. It, it's probably as big as well, like the key. <laughs> no, not not that big. Like, kind of like a um, like a gaudy disco medallion. Someone okay. might wear just... if they're pe- if they're peacocking up in the club. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Just just you know, like Marley has made a pocket in all of her jackets big enough for this like key, the Hades key. So yeah. everything like like that goes in there, and that's where it is. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you guys walk um, a, a few hundred feet of, uh, of dim light down this tunnel, and you reach, um, or you see up ahead a what looks like a dead end. But as you approach, um, Marley, you feel this sort of slight warmth coming from your clothing, and the other two, you see Marley kind of light up a little bit, and then the wall, as you walk towards it, just fades away and disappears. So the no, tunnel just continues. my brand. Cool. <laughs> yeah, the wall Marley... went full, full Arcus. Yeah, Marley, no, Ma- Marley lighting up as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just all of it. Uh, briefly remembering um, Banfor summons the shield. <laughs> I love pancakes. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you see on the other side of this wall is a, uh, like, what's drawn on the ground is a circle with uh, lots of various points connected on it, and you will remember this is the sort of arcane symbol where you met the ghost of Toxstonemore, um, the found, dwarven founder of the city, who's been sort of trapped in this, uh, like, summoning circle. Um, it doesn't light up or activate or anything like that. You just see it and walk past it and might remember that you saw this a few weeks ago. Checkpoint. It's just me. No rem- it's me remembering what I put here when you first came through over a year ago in real life. How's Steve? So Molly's looking around because, like, near here, she'd remember there was the puzzle doors. You know, the ones that we had to select the right thing to go through. And yep. she's like, "Do we really have to go this far?" You know, that's right. what she's kind of thinking. She's trying, like, trying to look for like 
tracks on the ground or like can she see that like someone's been through here recently or uh yeah roll an investigation check that is an 11 total <laughs> okay uh no you don't notice any signs that people have come through here at all uh, or anything interesting it's just a continuation of the tunnel after not much longer um, you see that this tunnel ends in another wall but this wall has a little just a plain wooden door on it I open it without checking for traps or anything because I'm not expecting any <laughs> you die all three of you yay <laughs> and that's the, no <laughs> <laughs> that's the podcast guys um, yeah you open the door and you see in this room uh, there's a there's a room beyond the door and it's a square room that's still the same stone like gray stone walls but hovering in the air are two blue figures that are the ghosts that you fought last time you came through here oh yeah damn ghosts and they're just sort of hovering like in wait ah uh therefore waves lightly at them hello they say in unison to you, Banfor, since you address them, you bear the Keeper's medallion. Sure, sure, sure do, buddy. Sure do. Uh, how are you feeling today? No, no one, one has, has ever, ever asked that. that. We, we are, are well. Arca says that they're friends and goes up to hug them. <laughs> you try to and you can't. <laughs> they are ghosts <laughs> and you are a cloud. <laughs> Which kind of, like, actually makes me feel better about myself, because everyone else has been completely permeable (laughs) and impermeable. So it's nice to have someone who is permeable. Another Um, semi. (laughs) (laughs) In response to this failed attempt at contact, they then sort of fade away and just disappear. And then you hear the grinding of stone, and look over to the left side of the room, where a portion of wall is lifting up, revealing... And a dark arch, a dick, oh. <laughs> a dick, a dark archway. It's okay. Not that some people can't deal with emotions or um, <laughs> feelings. It's fine. We don't need to address what just happened. I say and walk through the step. Or stepping out of the dark so archway what I is. Said before you move on, ghosted yeah. by ghosts. Uh, <laughs> ghosted by. Ghost. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Troy. Um, Stepping out of this dark archway um, is a small humanoid person in a, uh, like a dark hooded cloak lifted, uh, covering their features. And I, I bow straight away. Uh, Banful waves coyly. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yoo-hoo! Arcus is feeling a little bit insecure about how the last hug turned out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and sort of goes to hug but then rethinks it and like takes a step back and like kind of hugs himself <laughs> um okay the hooded person um pulls back their hood to reveal that it is the halfling uh, known as queen Tirrit shan the queen of the kingdom of brus formally restored to her seat by you guys killing the empress from a formal bow, I say, my queen, you called. She says, I did. Thank you very much for coming to meet me. Oh, it was no trouble. No trouble at all. Yeah. We got nothing going on. It's... Oh, <laughs> Speak he- hello. Hello. Hello, queen. 
Um, I'm also a king. Hello, how are you? Y- yes, Bainfor, you and I have quite a lot to talk about uh, regarding... <laughs> oh, I'm sure we do, about succession, um, robes, uh, the fun hat. Where do you get the hat? <laughs> well, my crown has been passed down the royal line for centuries. Yeah, we'll uh, give us a go. <laughs> Look, Bainfor, we'll get to that. You have a, f- a new friend with you. Hello, uh... I don't believe I've had the pleasure. Uh, he- he- hello, I-, I say, and I, I go to like, I-, I make like a hug gesture, like the universal, like, would you like a hug? She looks to Marlene Banfor and says, it hugs. What do yeah, I do? It, stop. it does that all the time. It-, it is quite harmless and it is quite an odd feeling. It's tingly. Okay, if you trust, if you trust it, I'll trust it too. You did restore me to my throne after all the least i can do is hug your friend <laughs> i like stab her in the back while we're hugging no. <laughs> <laughs> turns out i'm evil this whole time <laughs> <laughs> yeah turns out um hug explodes <laughs> yeah she walks towards you arcus and stands ready to receive a cloud hug <laughs> great um yeah i i bend down and like pick her up and hug her. <laughs> <laughs> i and, love like, this hold it hold it for like a good you know at least three seconds <laughs> and then i put her back down and i'm like cool so this is the, qu- walk the, away. <laughs> this is the queen of the the um of Brass, which has uh, Stonemore, its capital, the largest city in the world. This is a very pow- powerful and dignified woman. And I like this image of a ha- like a cloud picking her up and her little halfling legs can't help but like diddle-diddle-diddle at the bottom. <laughs> Marley sort of like eye rolls, but is trying to be quite like, because, you know, she was court court trained. So she's still trying to hold like courtly position, even though she's like, oh, God. What? <laughs> While I'm hugging her, I just like whisper in her ear and I'm like, I know that royalty needs hugs too. So here you go. <laughs> um, um, cool. So the uh, Queen Shan takes a few steps back and so to a uh, respectful royal distance. So you can all um, survey one another equally. She's used to positioning people socially. So... Um, to create the best atmosphere for the right type of conversations Mm, she's a diplomat (laughs) she sure she sure is and then she says well Banfor I suppose you brought up this business first so let's one point of order is um what the fuck what do you mean you have taken hostage one fifth of my city oh no arguably the ripples extend much further than that Listen, I will be completely honest. I have always had problems with the Vice City, with the Vice District. Oh, you see it. <laughs> and under you, the rest of the city has suffered less trouble from the Vice District citizens. So I will give you that. I will Wars grant go you both that. Ways. It's, it keeps them in. It keeps them out. But I will not tolerate the trade issues you have caused with your embargo at the North Gate. Well, I mean, everything's up for negotiation. Remove have that. Have you been married ever? I have. It did not work out. Well, first time for everything, eh? 
she was not the woman I thought she was. That's beside the point. Banfor, I have an offer for you. You have brought a strange new piece to the Vice District. I will allow that. That's not a nice way to talk about me. (laughs) 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 You're like, stop calling my mistress that. What is this strange new piece doing here? And I whisper at Arcus, she's not talking about you. I don't think you know that. (laughs) We're over a hundred episodes in. That is the best joke of the podcast, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. (laughs) Well done, Jules Daniel. That is... <laughs> like, no. we, we have just, like, drops mic. Yeah. We, we have peaked. You can all go home. <laughs> that, is, that is gold. And everybody wants to hug you, and they're requesting t-shirts. So that's fun. Um. Cute. Yes. She, she says, "I will grant you that." Here is my offer: leave trade in the city alone. Remove your embargoes. Remove any resistances you place at the gates that affect trade and commerce. And I will allow you to remain in charge of your district. Right, I will not. Right. I will not send an army in to destroy it. Well, four percent out the north gate. Provisional all going into food medicine, and I'd like a big chair. And if there's a big social gathering, you have to invite me. By big, he means tall. Yeah, I do. Specifically, I mean tall. It's got to be way up there. Uh, he wants you, a high chair. You would, <laughs> you would like a tall throne. I'd like to need scaffolding. She looks at yeah. you. So, so this is this woman is three feet tall. You are seven feet tall. Yeah. She looks up at you and says, "Are you not tall enough, Banfor?" Uh, I like being up on a big chair. I mean, if it's too much, we can just have a war. It's fine. <laughs> to prevent a war with the rest of the city using up very valuable resources that we can't afford to expend on silliness, I will grant you a tall chair. And 4% out of the North Gate, and you have to invite me to your parties. You're not going to get 4% out of the North Gate, Banff. I want 4% of tax income from the North Gate. My Master of Commerce will set up a meeting with your people to discuss a deal. All right. (laughs) Well, tacitly then, upon everybody's lawyers getting paid, you have yourself a deal. When are we hanging out? <laughs> she she nods at you and says, that brings me to the main reason I wanted you all to come here. Marley, you met the Empress's, well, former Empress's young boy servant. Drafer, yes. Ah, yes, Drafer, that was his name. After he delivered me safely to my chambers, when he removed me from the killing grounds, he told me a lot about the Empress's plans. I I don't understand why he told me. I, I get the feeling that the boy is scared of her, that he only obeys because he believes he has to. I think he wants to break the hold that she has over him. Poor thing. It pertains to you. All of you, I suppose. Looks at the three of you in turn. Lingers on Arcus a little bit. Wink. <laughs> And she says, I'm not sure how much you know about the Empress, but she is not all that she seems. She is actually an immortal being called Gillif, he told me. And that you killing her was only temporary. She is to be reborn very shortly. He said the place that this rebirth will occur is is a sacred ground called Timatunga in the wilds to the west. 
it's Māori for beginning, just in case anyone wants to Google where I got that from. Te reo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> National per- languages, it's, yeah. It's, just, it's the perfect word. It was the perfect word. You are the most powerful people that I've encountered. The feats that Banfor alone was able to undergo and undertake within the Killing Grounds were beyond the imagination of so many. Should tell you the story about the dragon one time. I don't know what that is. Let's not. We'll get there. We'll get there over over wine and canapes, I'm sure. He hinted that the Empress, upon being reborn, in whatever form that may be, that when she is, she will be weak. She will come into the world in a very weak state and take some time to regain her strength. I would like for you, if you accept this, this heavy burden, to travel to this Timatanga and dispose of her, kill her, imprison her, do whatever you can. Take advantage of the fact that she will not be reborn at the strength she was. Mali sort of instantly drops to her knee and says, of course, my queen, whatever needs to be done. She's like the weight of what she did actually weighs quite heavily on her. So she'd be looking to fix it in whatever way she can. And she's just been given a way to do it. So like, as far as Molly's concerned, that's a no brainer. She's going. Arcus she- like does a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> the queen gives Molly a respectful nod and gives um, Arcus an East Coast nod. <laughs> East Coast wave. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I think, I think the Queen and I are uh, uh, vibing. <laughs> um, Banff was just watching the two to see what they're up to. Um, and then just sort of nods along. And just He's, he's expended a lot of brain power um, just quite recently. So at the moment, he's a little bleary. Um, <laughs> so he's just sort of trying to judge the room and see what everybody else is up to. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I can't go from like, uh, like diplomatic, yeah, like discussions. He, he, the way that I perceive it, like he thinks in sprints. Like he's very good over a short distance, but he's he's like, you know, you, you get him over an hour and a half, and he's having fucking trouble. Like a cheetah. I, I love yeah. this. I love this idea of like this this pregnant silence falling upon the room as like one person has agreed, another person has agreed, and Banfor's just standing there completely blank, just looking at everyone and goes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> looks, at, looks at Marley in particular and goes, yes. And then sort of goes to shake someone's hand. <laughs> but there's some, no one there. <laughs> some, some, someone's hand? Like just just like feels like maybe that's the moment we've been caught in. Uh, yeah, she reaches out a hand towards yours and takes it. And your hand is huge compared. She's got like tiny little toddler hands. Then for like... Like questioningly, like kiss, kisses it a bit. Like no tongue, maybe a little tongue. Just lick her hand. Arcus is blown away by this action. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Woo! He's a bit windswept. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Bamfor agrees. Excellent. I am happy to help you with provisions if need be. Um, I can supply. Uh, a, a royal writ to, to acquire the goods that you need. Although, I don't suspect money is of much trouble to you. That's never really bothered me. 
And I must say, Marley, I have watched your your friend fly past the keep every morning and every night. What a beautiful beast. Yes, Hodge. He is he is my baby. I suspect a large flying wolf, however that came about, will prove very useful in, in reaching the wilds. Oh, I'm sure. And he is my companion, my my friend for for life. I hope to have him with him for more than just a beast of burden. Yes, we can find friends in the strangest of places. The most unexpected of places. And she looks around to this very motley and insane crew. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes. I mean, you can't pick your friends, necessarily. But I wouldn't have them any other way. And she sort of says that meaningfully to the Queen. Like, even though they are strange, these are... (sighs) the best you know like sort of that's what she's trying to imply then i feel very confident leaving this important mission in your hands now if there's nothing else you need from me at this present moment i i must return to the keep i'm sure that people will notice that i'm gone yes indeed will you be safe getting back oh yes certainly she gestures to the the um open dark archway behind her she says this leads to my chambers (laughs) probably shouldn't have told us that (laughs) well I thought I could trust you (laughs) (laughs) I mean yes (laughs) I mean this leads totally to the kitchens bro (laughs) (laughs) alright love you bye (laughs) and for also waves very big (laughs) and Marley bows again she's big on bowing okay Uh, yeah she nods royally and respectfully to the three of you and then puts her hood back on and walks out that door what a nice lady she was a lovely woman wasn't she really so good. who who Molly, was that Molly <laughs> has her nice? arms like crossed and she's tapping her toes at the two of them seriously i can't take you to anywhere that was royal are you serious royalty and you were just yeah like... but all you need to be royalty is an army i'll prove that <sighs> And I've always know. found, like, I like any kind of tea. It doesn't have to be royal. Boom. Ah, and Molly's Listen already the walking up the corridor. <laughs> She's like, Rudder, 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 rudder. Ressa, fessa, ressa, Rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. Yes, exactly that. Rebel, 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 rebel. Yeah, so you, you guys are doing that, and she actually peeks her head back in. She goes, were you guys talking about me? She was. <laughs> yeah. Says, I um I, I actually got swept up in our conversation and I forgot to give you this and she leans down which doesn't isn't very far. For <laughs> this her. is totally not the DM forgetting anything. Totally it's the, DM, the DM's been looking at the um the Twitch chat and forgot to check his spreadsheet for this important thing. <laughs> um, she leans down and because she's a halfling she's already pretty close to the ground and rolls towards you a small glass orb about the size of your palm. Ooh. Roll it. It's made of glass, you silly woman. That's why she didn't throw it. <laughs> okay, so Banfor, you pick it up, and she says, "Um, Drafer, the the boy Drafer gave me that. I'm not entirely sure what it does. He didn't explain it, but I found when I pointed it westward, and she gestures vaguely in a like a west westly kind of direction, it it glows this fierce." blue and 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 like a light red um and i i'm guessing that's him i i don't really understand what this is but i point it 
southward and it does the same but also green I'm not yeah Jules totally knows what this is Marley has no idea damn it she says I, I I'm guessing because the wilds are to the west if you follow this to the west you will find the boy and possibly the empress I, I would like to pick it up and do some contactless juggling. Oh, Ban- Banfor <laughs> took it already? Ah. Can I? Can uh, I? Banfor's sort of giving it a vague bite. Just sort of <laughs> see if you can figure out what it's made of. Kink! <laughs> oh, don't kink shame me. No, that wasn't Fighting balls? That was can I, but like... <laughs> um, and then sort of passes it to Arcus when he can't readily chew through it. Yeah. And yeah. now she leaves uh, properly because that I've now done all the things. <laughs> <laughs> she locks the door. I just want to have like a Goblin King moment <laughs> with the ball. Okay, so you you try and juggle the ball? Yes, I would roll, like to... Roll a sleight of hand? <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely fail. <laughs> I got a nat one. <laughs> Okay, you break the compass. We haven't chaos cursed you yet. <laughs> chaos curse. So, um, I'm going to quickly ask the chat if, you, if you chaos cursed. No, they haven't. Uh, um, chat, if you are there, would this be a good moment for the Zyglamel to appear very quickly behind Arcus, curse them, and then leave? <laughs> Let's have a pause fun. for a yes. Or- I get a quick yes from Troy. Yes, yes, yes. from Troy. Um, so we're getting a few yeses. Uh, the, the Zerg- as Arcus goes to juggle this ball, this icy blue woman appears out of nowhere and says, Oh, you've chosen to align with this lot. Well, I'll fool you. She touches you briefly and this like cold goes through you and these little icicles become visible inside Arcus for just a second. And then she goes, bloop, and disappears. And Arcus... Now See gets, that, or? uh, yeah, sure. You saw that happen behind Arcus. Okay, so Marley was d- desperately trying to pull her crossbow, but just like didn't get it out fast enough. You know, like. Pep was waving as hard as he can. <laughs> um, Arcus, that net one is now a victim of the chaos curse. So roll a d100. One. There's a one. No, no, no. <laughs> no sorry, there was there was one dice. Is what I was just entering it. Oh, I got sixty. Sixty. Okay. Um. So, as you go to juggle this glass orb, oh, lame. Um. You willingly hand your weapon over to the nearest creature. Oh. <laughs> so you just you just have this strange urge to. You don't have any weapons. Give the ball to me. I've got so a give, give the ball to me suddenly. <laughs> My character sheet has a dagger. I guess. Okay. <laughs> you just grab the. You just go here, Marley. Take this, and then you juggle the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and then I drop the ball. Is it help at all? Yeah, it it hits the ground, but it doesn't shatter like you imagine glass would. Well, contactless juggling balls don't. <laughs> Marley's just holding this glass, dagger yeah. and is like. <laughs> she's like give it a back. crossbow in one hand dagger in the other no I couldn't get it out fast enough this dagger's not gonna help me didn't you see her Ziglamel didn't you see her Did, was I the only one Ziglamel yeah no the, the demon yeah I know I saw you waving 
Hey, you see me wave? Yeah, you saw me waving. You can't demon. just keep calling me the demon. I mean, I don't know behind you. There was a different one. Different demon. She was also blue. You're saying demons are different now? Okay. And she's like, <laughs> and then continues to walk off. <laughs> now holding a dagger and a crossbow. <laughs> okay. Do you walk back the way you came? So back to yeah, because she's go going to back the, to Hodge. Did the others follow? Yes. <laughs> sure. Okay, yeah, you walk out of that room and walk past the uh, arcane symbol on the ground and then just continue through to uh, past Tor and Gav's mutilated, puppeteered bodies up the stone staircase to the door that leads to the small room to another door and then out to the busy city streets of the worship district where Hodge is waiting and standing sentinel. And I'm like, good boy, and I pull out some of the, like, dried meat that I have on me at all times and just sort of throw it to him. You love throwing meat, don't you? This is, like, a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But is it regular meat or apple meat? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, it's like apple meat. All I'm saying is if you can call it peach flesh, you can call it apple meat. I mean, I don't, but sure. You can, though. <laughs> But you shouldn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is societally acceptable and what should happen doesn't well, mean that. Let thee without stones cast the first pit, is all I say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Sowing um, the seeds of something. Get here. away from that. It's like a squid ink, you know, when you just throw a sentence out and run away. And that's the end, end of the of apple the meat. <laughs> The Squad Earth has a quest. Yes, it's about time. They're gonna stop floundering in the city. Um, Gilliff, the immortal evil pain in the ass, is being reborn at a place called Timatanga on the western continent of the wild. Will our heroes take up the task of killing her again while she's weak? What will they find when they get to the wild? And why did Dreyfer, the young servant of Gilliff, tell Queen Shan all of this information? Your guess is as good as mine, fadies. As always, a huge thank you to our sweet, sweet Patreon supporters. That's Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Wiring Coochie, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyce, Sergio Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Afamata, Sam Malcolm, Kydra and Faust, Lauren Flake, Kydeal, Rihanna Kavalsic, Kevin Swift, Ben Edwards, Victorian Gavin Porter, and our newest patron, Daniel Nichols, from the Happy Go Lucky podcast. Ah, oh, this list is getting out of hand, and... I freaking love it. As always, don't forget to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. Those are all Fate of Ison, or email fateofison at gmail.com. Just say hi. We love that. Or go to Podchaser. Actually, here's something you can do. Go to Podchaser, find us by searching Fate of Ison, and leave a review. Podchaser is a fantastic service, and we want to get more and more people leaving reviews there, because that is just a great accessible way. Way better than Apple Podcasts. Boo, Apple Podcasts. Yay, Podchaser. Anyway, do that. Podchaser.com, and then search for Fate of Ison. All right, that's enough from me. Um, See you next time. I'm blipper-da-blipper-da-boo. DM Brad out.
Hey, Emily. Yeah, what's up? Do you like, uh, you like horror podcasts? Have you listened to Shivers? No. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Oh. (laughs) Well, uh, if you like movies, you can check out Bad Rad Movies or Itty Film. (laughs) Itty (laughs) Itty Film Review? Precisely. How do you reel about, oh, sorry. Ah, yes. <laughs> Movies do have reels. There's other ne- uh, so- shows. <laughs> hey, Erica. Yes? How do you feel about role-playing games? I love them. <laughs> have you listened to <laughs> role-playing guys? You like gunpowder, trees, and no plot? There's no trees. No trees or plot. Because <laughs> they're on the high seas? Ah! They don't got trees? Find all these great shows on the Necropodicon Network, and now Harley's gonna take it away. Take it away, Harley! Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. I'm not gonna actually smack Smack me. Smack me. Oh, that was good.